My name is Jillian Perrick, and I'm a lover of all things orange chocolate, think One Tree Hill is way better than the OC. And as a person who stutters, I hope to one day inspire women with invisible disabilities to overcome their limiting beliefs and start the business of their dreams, just like I did. I'm a mindset coach specializing in imposter syndrome, helping women beat their inner imposter using neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, and time techniques. And this is the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. This podcast is for you if you're an entrepreneurial woman trying to navigate the online space with a lot of passion and a lot of uncertainty. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. This podcast will take you from imposter to empowered with ninja-like brain hacks, easy to implement strategies, and uplifting real talk to make you feel like everything you want is in reach. Let's get started, girlfriend. Hey everybody, how are you today? So I don't know if you've noticed, but my podcast episodes are getting so much better because I have this amazing new mic. What's it called? Moano? Moano? This is not an ad, not at all. I'm just literally saying I got this mic for my boyfriend Dustin. He bought it for me uh, for Christmas and it's literally so nice. I think I've said that on a previous podcast, but it's awesome and it's really nice to be able to have good um equipment like I got a new ring light I got a new macbook that was a lot more than the ring light and the microphone but um it's really nice being able to upgrade different things in your business because as you start to get more successful make more money you really realize that the quality of your products will go up as well when I started I literally had my 2015 hp laptop that my parents got me for my for my master's degree and my boyfriend had this blue, I, I almost said blue ball. <laughs> My boyfriend has this blue snowball microphone that I bought him so he could record music because he sings and he used to be in a band, um, but he never used it and I started using it when I started podcasting. But um, anyways, so I was using that. I didn't have a ring light. I bought one of those like shitty little like selfie lights on my phone and yeah, it just really made me appreciate how like you need to just get things done. You need to just do them. You need to just start. Um, I made my first like five figures um, last year. So 2019 because now it's 2020. I made my first five figures um, in terms of my coaching business. And I did that all with equipment that isn't so great and like I am in my little office we still rent so I'm in my office um the walls are green because I refuse to spend time and money on perfecting my space when like it's not our house yet so that's not true I don't refuse it's just like I have I would have to take everything off the wall and I have better things to do with my time than paint this place so my boyfriend actually bought me um like a backdrop thing anyways my point about this was that like it doesn't have to be perfect you can just start and your quality is sometimes like your quality in terms of the equipment it actually not sometimes all the time it doesn't matter it's the quality of your message your message is more important than any of the equipment that you have of course if your equipment actually stops you from doing whatever you want to do like if you can't go on zoom or you can't record any video because you literally can't get your camera on your old laptop to work okay well that's a different story but I started reading oh I hope you can hear me swallow there (laughs) today's one of those days um 
I actually bought Marie Forleo's Everything is Figureoutable and she wants you to practice the, the belief that everything is figureoutable and that's something that I really kept with me. When I started my entrepreneurial journey, I started following Marie Forleo. She was like the first person who like came up when I searched like entrepreneur stuff on Apple Podcasts and so I started listening to her podcast and they're super digestible because they're like five minutes long anyways she gives really good actionable tips and also really good stuff behind like belief and mindset and um yeah so I just really appreciate all the work that she has done for the coaching industry and I have always had that mindset that like if I don't know how to do something I'll figure it out like when I started a podcast and people were like how do you start a podcast I feel like we're in this age where people are are over they're they're over utilizing online resources and under utilizing their own resourcefulness because you need to be a little bit more resourceful in terms of if you're starting a business so if you start a business and you don't know how to do something of course google it but like that is you being resourceful instead of you constantly asking people how to do something does that make sense like I see people on Facebook groups all the time being like, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to start a podcast. How does everybody do it? You are not going to implement people giving you free advice. And that's something that you need to think about for like pretty much if you're thinking about hiring a coach, like you are very rarely going to implement on free advice because you don't have any skin in the game. And the same thing goes for when you're asking other people's advice. Sometimes you will implement and and it's helpful a lot of the time, but you need to be resourceful. Being an entrepreneur means you're resourceful and you'll figure it out um, because there are a lot of things that you're going to have to learn to do on your own before you can outsource it, before you can have somebody else help you with it. So when I started this podcast, I had that like blue snowball microphone and I le- I taught myself how to use Audacity and um, it's really just this entrepreneur game is hard and you do have to teach yourself a lot of different things and I really lost my train of thought for what I was saying for this <laughs> but basically I was saying do the thing before you have everything to help you do the thing like use your own resourcefulness use the skills that you already have if you have a university degree or a college degree you have skills that you can apply to basically anything Um, It doesn't matter what your degree is in, you learn habits, you learn productivity, you learn fucking Googling, like you learn things when you go to school, okay? And if you didn't go to school, guess what? Google is your best friend, you're able to figure it out. And uh, my podcasts were pretty shitty in the beginning and now I have an amazing mic, I have better quality intro and outros, I am able to concisely wrap up my podcast episodes so they're not super long, which this one, I went off on a little bit of a tangent, but I think it was necessary to say because um, you don't want to give up just because something's hard. When you have imposter syndrome or you deal with imposter syndrome, you constantly think that if something's hard, it's not for you, but it's not hard. It's just new. Like you're learning. You're learning how to do things. Just because something is difficult, it doesn't mean it's for you. It just means that you need to work at it and try harder and use your resourcefulness and the skills that you have and you will be able to figure it out. So thank you, Marie Forleo, for everything is figureoutable. I think it was a quote that her mom said actually and um, it's something that she wants to ingrain in all of us and I think it's an amazing mantra for 2020. So today I am going to talk about your future self, your highest self and how we can get stuck in 
believing that we can't up-level or how we get stuck just in setting goals, essentially, and not feeling like we're able to achieve what we want. Maybe you see all these coaches being like, I hit 10k months and I did this and I did that and I bought the Gucci purse and I signed eight clients and I just stepped into my higher self. It's so easy. But for some people, they have a lot of stories and limiting beliefs that's, that hold them back. And if you're wondering like, how the fuck do I step into my highest self, then this episode is totally for you. So first, um, I want to talk about that you need to operate out of be, do, have. And most people operate out of have, do, be. So what does this mean? This means that maybe you're thinking about hiring a coach and you think once I have that coaching contract with that, with that big time coach, that huge coach that is going to help me with all my strategies, I will be able to do the tasks that are needed to get clients and then I will be a successful coach. But the thing is, is that maybe you're stuck with being unable to pay for this coach. So you're constantly telling yourself that you are unable to be a successful coach unless you have that coach. So unless you have the money, let's say, let's kind of flip that. Once I have $10,000 to pay that high level coach, I will then do all the tasks that she assigns to me and the things that she tells me that I need to do to sign high ticket clients. And then I will be able to sign those high ticket clients and I will be successful. I will be a successful coach. So the thing is with this is again, you are operating out of have, do, be, which means that you are waiting for a certain feeling you're waiting for thoughts to come to you in order to feel like a successful coach so you're waiting for a particular experience and you think that once you have that experience you'll feel differently and then you will feel successful but in reality our thoughts create our feelings we always talk about this on the pod so you need to operate out of be do have and what this means is you are What can you embody now that you believe a successful coach is? So this is the part where it comes to being. What does a successful coach do in order to be a successful coach? What are her thoughts? What is she constantly thinking to herself? What is she doing in terms of tasks? What is she outsourcing? What is she doing on Instagram? How is she showing up in her trainings? How does she conduct her morning routine is she scrolling through Instagram constantly like stress scrolling and comparing herself this is the b part of the have do be um this is the b part of the be do have sorry um in terms of being that person because then you will embody those thoughts and those behaviors which then influence your feelings um you then go from be into do which you will then do the things that you believe that that successful coach would be doing so you believe that let's take somebody I don't I don't even know let's say there is like a unicorn coach who is like your most successful self and how is she when she is just being what thoughts are running through her head um what is she thinking of doing for trainings how is she tapping into her creativity you will then do the things that you believe she would be doing so do in terms of what is she doing in terms of tasks what is she doing in terms of her morning routine what is she doing in terms of outsourcing to her team is she checking her email 30 times a day what is she like the answer would be no she's not checking her email 30 times a day but 
if you're checking your email 30 times a day, how can you step into how she would be executing her tasks? And then you will have, and then you will have that life, that experience of a successful coach because you are modeling, which is um, it's called modeling, which is in neuro-linguistic programming is when you are embodying somebody who you believe is successful and who you believe is the life that you, who, who you believe leads the life that you want, essentially. And this is, this is not copying, this is modeling. Um, and so operating out of be, do, have really flips the script because you are then embodying a different version of yourself, that highest version of yourself. And that's where your thoughts change is when you start being from a different perspective from a higher self and um you guys know that I always talk about Rhonda who is my inner imposter but I also have Rachel which is my highest self and that's actually my middle name is Rachel my grandma gave me that middle name it means nothing it's literally just a middle name but anyways she's my highest self and um, whenever I have a tough situation or something in business that I need to make a decision on, I ask myself, what would Rachel do? And even if it's scary, even if it's a big investment, even if it's something that like I'm really afraid to do, I tap into Rachel and I think, what would Rachel do? How would she react to this situation? And that's how I am being my highest self. I also want you, if this is a difficult exercise for you to conduct for yourself, I want you to do I'm like looking at my notebook right now I want you to do like a little graph so if you have paper in front of you I want you to do this if you are in your car listening to this I just want you to like envision it in your head but make sure your eyes are staying on the road so you're gonna make it like a graph like just like three columns and in the one column you're gonna do like current self highest self and then um, intertwine is going to be the last column. So your current self is what you're currently doing. So if you take a situation in which like, let's say current self is struggling with the decision to invest in a coach, even though you know, it's going to be like a great fit and it's going to really help your business. Highest self would be resourceful with looking for the money, would do A, B, and C in order to find the money, would ask about a payment plan. Highest self would make it happen. How can you intertwine your current self with your highest self so you are finding a pathway instead of just completely changing who you are? Because we all know that like we still have our ingrained beliefs and our ingrained ways of thinking. So of course, um, it's going to be sometimes hard to really tap into that highest self. But where are the similarities between who you are right now and your highest self? Where can you find that common ground? Um, So maybe in terms of the situation with the investing, even though you believe, oh my god, that's going to be really hard to balance with my bills maybe your intertwining will be how can I find a payment plan that will help me pay my bills and also help me afford this investment can you intertwine it by picking up another job um, and being able to put the money that you make towards that because even though your highest self is like a badass coach who's who's only coach that's your only job you're a CEO your current self needs to find that income right so um, that is an easier way to kind of intertwine your current self with your highest self if it seems really difficult because I facilitated a breakthrough with, with one of my clients with regards to 
is your past self affecting your future self? And I talked about this on an IGTV, on an IG live, and I uploaded it to an IGTV. So if you go at your coach Jill on Instagram, you, you can find it there. And it's called, is your past self affecting your future self? Um, and this is when you're being unable to see your highest self, being unable to feel the emotions or see what your future best, what your best future would look like. Um, and this is due to the old stories that you're telling yourself. So with my client specifically, I'm not going to go into detail um, about her specifically, but with regards to her, um, she was having a really hard time really seeing her highest self. She would try and write out like her highest self in a day and it was so hard for her to really tap into those feelings or really even believe that they were possible. And it was a really long drawn out process but I we started going into the stories that she was telling herself about success and about her family life, specifically around money and success and all that stuff. Um, and we uncovered that she actually experienced a failure in business that was related to her, her current business venture. Um, she And she put so much money into it and so much time investment and energy. And she actually went into it with a partner and that partner had since passed away. So not only was there the fact that she experienced a failure in business, but she also was grappling with that big emotional trauma that that was associated to her investing in her passion and her passion not working out and this evidence this story was deep in her subconscious mind in terms of everything she wanted to go for because everything seemed like okay it can't be that good because I will not be able to be successful at this because it has failed in the past and these stories can really affect us especially because they're subconscious and they can really just really come in at inopportune times and we may not even realize that they're present Um, and these old stories are beliefs because when we have certain experiences that carry a lot of emotional weight they turn into beliefs and um, a lot of the time they are subconscious and we don't realize it and um, unless you unpack it and unless you are contradicting it with positive evidence unless you are working on them they will continue to affect the way that you show up and that includes embodying her highest self so she had a really hard time looking at that because her highest self meant that her business was successful and she didn't believe that she would be able to be successful at this because it's happened before but that was a subconscious belief she on the surface was like, yeah, I definitely think I can be successful. Like I know what I'm doing is important. But after that breakthrough, I'm telling you, she has shown up so much more differently. She is so excited about her business. She is pumping content out left, right and center. Um, And she is really making a difference. She's creating an online course like and she's so into that. And I'm so excited for her progress. Because once we uncovered that limiting belief, we really were able to hone in on on her gift and really realize that like this is just a story it is just a story that you're telling yourself that your brain has taken as fact and it's therefore it's working against you so if you have a hard time getting shit done if you feel like okay um I seem to procrastinate a lot I know I need to do things but I can't seem to get onto things I also have an episode on procrastination so make sure you listen to that but everything holds an emotional tie and if you are struggling in your business there is something deeper there's something subconscious 
um, because your gift is important and everything that you're doing is necessary for this world that we live in. I'm a fucking mindset coach and there have been many a times where I have constantly felt like who even needs this, but we've had therapy since the 1940s. Life coaching was the first type of coaching to come about. So this job that you're doing, this coaching business that you're building is necessary. This business that you're building is necessary. It is needed. It is necessary. It is important. And your brain is just trying to keep you safe. And I should get that written somewhere because that's literally like everything that I try and instill in my students is like just a reminder, your brain is just trying to keep you safe. What would your highest self say? So that was a little bit longer than I anticipated, but I hope you guys loved this episode. Um, not much of a structure to this one, but that's okay. My perfectionist tendencies will subside eventually. And there was a lot of really good juicy stuff in there. And I hope you guys loved it. And I'll talk to you later. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast with me, Jillian Perrick. If you loved this episode, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to tag me at your coach Jill. Of course, I'd love for you to rate the podcast five stars and leave a review. And if you screenshot your review and send it to me at your coach Jill on Instagram, I'll send you a free gift. At the very least, make sure you follow me on Instagram again at your coach Jill for tons of free content, strategies, and inspo. See you next time.